Hi everyone, welcome again to the Be Your Own Intuitive podcast and I wanted to share a couple of tools and prompts and things to work with as we approach this new moon in Aquarius which is happening on Tuesday of this week on February 5. So new moons are always powerful times. I personally find them to be even more powerful than full moons and I think that that comes as a surprise for people because a lot of people are drawn to the full moon and we like to do a lot of full moon parties, celebrations, gong baths and so on but I find new moons are so powerful especially if you're someone who is feeling you know you want to create change you're creating forward momentum you're trying to kind of like create a vision and move forward in life which I think a lot of you listening are then new moons are powerful windows in time to harness the energy around you and um this is a bit of a reminder but I always think of moon energy as kind of like a tide. So you can, if you want to, you don't have to follow the tide or like a downstream motion. You can swim upstream. You'll still get to where you want to go, but it will be very difficult. And if you just let go and instead embrace the tide or embrace the the flow of the stream, you will be able to get to where you need to go in a lot more of an easeful way. So I like to think of moon energy as that, as kind of aligning and realigning with the energy of the time and letting it kind of energetically buoy you forward and move you forward to where you want to go. So with all that said, let's talk a little bit about the energy that is coming up and that is actually happening right now. So powerful window. And because it is a new moon in Aquarius, it's a very powerful time to harness Aquarius energy. So if there are any Aquarius people out there, then I will be talking a lot, a little bit about that type of an energy. And as you guys might know, we are in the age of Aquarius, um, no shade towards the Pisces, but, um, I'm talking now about like before this age of Aquarius, we were in the age of Pisces, which was a very, very long, it's like thousands of years that these ages last. They're like epochs. Um, and the age of Pisces was a little bit seen as kind of like a dark time. It was sort of like the dark ages. Um, and that's not a reflection on Pisces itself. It's just the energy of that time. And Aquarius is like a time of light. We are coming into a time of like when humanity as a whole will rise up. And it's a time of light, it's a time of um, technology, it's a time of people uh, seeing that unity is important and being visionary. So I think that's why there are so many of us returning and amplifying these types of conversations, conversations about spirituality, about meditation, about crystals, about bettering humanity. So um, this is a great time to tap into this kind of energy, especially being the age of Aquarius, but also that we are coming into the new moon of Aquarius. So Aquarius is a sign that has a very powerful connection to humanity and to people at large. They love to envision humanity and bettering humanity in a very, very large scale, um, 
And also Aquarius loves to honor individual sovereignty. They're very, very independently motivated. And that's not to say it's just such a perfect example of how being independently motivated and honoring your personal vision is not at all selfish. It is how we get visions done. It's how things move forward by staying true and honoring your vision. And honoring your vision can sometimes take... Um, a lot of firmness and a lot of certainty and sureness that um, you know where you're going and you, you will not be dissuaded or swayed by other people. Okay, so something that a lot of people say about Aquarius people is that they are a little bit impersonal. They are quite um, unemotionally attached. Um, if for those of you who like to look at kind of memes on Instagram, Aquarius is this kind of impersonal, don't really need friends, don't need to have a lot of connections because they are so independently motivated, yet they are the sign of humanity and vision and basically creating a better world. So I think that's a really powerful energy to tap into because I know a lot of people listening to this have a tendency towards that empathic kindness wherein boundaries can get a little bit skewed and um, Aquarius energy is very good at managing boundaries and saying, no, I have this vision. I'm doing this. A lot of Aquarians are politically motivated. They have huge visions and they stay true to that and they don't get too emotionally involved. And I think that's important because when you are guiding and helming humanity towards your vision, you can't really get too tied up in, in individual emotions because then you lose sight of the overall vision. So just a little bit of background of kind of the energy that we can really tap into. I think it's a powerful energy and um, it's a very visionary and independent energy and also one wherein you can get the job done. So really good stuff to tap into. And another thing that I, I made a little a couple of notes before this, and another thing that I wanted to mention is that this is something personal. This is not something that I see talked about in kind of astrology teachings or in books or guidances. But I do think that Aquarius being an air sign, something that I love to do, um, a lot of people to tap into Aquarius energy, it's like breath work because Aquarius is all about air. I think music is really powerful for Aquarius. For example, Bob Marley is an Aquarian. And you can see he was sort of very politically motivated, but also, um, you know, very moving. So um, also Brandon Boyd from Incubus was an Aquarius. So music will be really powerful for you, perhaps tonight or tomorrow. And if you have music that helps you feel visionary um, off the top of my head, if you, you know, if you love music, go for it. Find something that really moves you. Um, Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin or some people really love to put on like a very powerful Kundalini chant at this time and really you know blast it through your house if you have that if you can do that if you have kids around you or whatever then just put it on headphones but play some powerful music at this time and of course a sound bath would be powerful to do um but yes, any kind of music tonight would be great. And always remember that new moon is a time wherein you want to do your self-love or goddess kind of creation activities, right? So we all know we need to do some self-love activities once in a while, take a bath for ourselves, have a massage. And if you are someone who kind of lets that go to the wayside, new moon is the time to do that. It's the time to set aside 30 minutes, if, just 30 minutes if you can, 
or two hours if you can, but it's time to kind of invest in yourself and know that when you invest in yourself at the new moon, you reap results all month long. It's a very good investment. Um, you know, it's, it's like kind of knowing when to put your money in the stock market, so to speak. So you want to put kind of your energetic chips into yourself during the new moon so that you can reap all the rewards throughout the month. So when you are doing your goddess time or your self-love time at this point, play some music that will be very, very connected to Aquarius, okay? And then I wanted to kind of give you some prompts to think about because, of course, when we're doing self-love, we want to kind of have a direction. We want to know, okay, what am I, you know, what am I putting my energy into? What is this all about? So what I wanted to ask you for this time is because Aquarius energy is really kind of about people at large and humanity and visions, I wanted to ask you, um, or I wanted to invite you to ask yourself, who are the people you are surrounding yourself with at this time, okay? Because Aquarius energy is also surprisingly very friendly although they're seen as very unemotional and detached they have many many friends they are very um, good at friendship and being able to be kind of social and help rally people for their cause okay Aquarius is really um, like the energy comes with kind of political rallies all of that they're very good at getting people to rally up for their cause so I want you to question, you know, there's this, uh, a lot of people know about this, but there's a saying, you are the five people you spend the most time with. Okay. And that can be very true. And that might be something you want to think about at this time and be, um, I actually pulled a card for this month and the card that I pulled is a card that a lot of intuitives pulled for this month. So I'm very happy about it. And the card is Quan Yin, the goddess Quan Yin, and she is the goddess of compassion. She's the goddess of peacefulness of being able to perhaps go through some more difficult questions and have peace in your heart and <clears throat> compassion for the situation for yourself and all those involved so inviting her energy in at this time and ask yourself what really is the truth who are the five people that i spend the most time with and think about how those five people are aligned are they aligned with the vision that you have for yourself um, are they doing the things that you want to do or are, do they resonate in a way that you want to resonate? And another question that is really tied in with this is it does help to be clear about how you want to resonate. So another thing you want to ask yourself is how do you want to move forward? Okay. This is kind of a big question of like, what is my purpose? But a good way to know that is because what is my purpose can be very difficult. I get this question all the time for intuitive readings. People say, is this the right job for me? Is this the right, you know, is this my purpose? And the thing is our purpose on a soul level, if you're asking a big question about your purpose, there will be a big soul level answer. And at a soul level, our purpose is not as minuscule and specific as like, you know, you're meant to do this job. You're meant to be with this person. No, our purpose is how do we make people feel? How do we want to resonate in the world? What do we, what are we going to contribute in the world? That is where our true purpose will be found. So a question you might want to ask yourself is how do you want to make other people feel? When you walk into a room, how do you want to make people feel when they're around you? How do you want to contribute? How do you want to talk to people? How do you want people to talk to you? Do you want to be somebody who has sovereignty and has real 
rooted soul level answers for the people around you? Or do you want to um, be someone inspiring? You know, how do you want to make people feel and how do you want them to remember you when you leave the room? These are the kinds of things that will show you the type of soul you want to embody and share. And these will bring up the these will bring up the answers that you seek. I know that for a lot of people, they say, you know, I ask, what is my purpose? I just don't know. I ask this and that. I don't know. But if you start to ask questions of how do I want to make people feel? How do I want to feel when I walk into a room? The answers will come quickly. Those are answers you know, because those are answers you actually have, that your soul and your guides actually have. So ask yourself those things. Ask yourself how you want to make people feel. And then see... Let's dive into the five people you spend your time with, okay? And see how do those people align with your vision for yourself, okay? And will those people help you achieve your vision? Because really, one thing to think about is the people around you are your literal team, okay? They are literally your teammates. Whether you picked them consciously or not, they are your teammates and they are helping you move forward. Now, the question is, are they helping you move forward to what you want? And another thing that I wanted to mention is, of course, there are probably people in the five people we spend time with who maybe we feel like we don't have much choice with, right? We have family, we have, you know, maybe ex- ex-partners that we have children with or we're tied to somehow or in all of these things okay or we might have people that we definitely love but they're not yet in a space where they're resonating perfectly to where we want to go so another thing i wanted to ask is remember that during new moon especially with aquarius it's a really good time to have powerful communication you will have your intuition will be on point at this time and the way that you communicate so one thing that i've known is um when i check in with the five people i spend the most time with and are they aligned with me there will always be times when someone is not perfectly energetically resonating with what you want of course right that's why we're inviting in kuan yin and energy of compassion because maybe at this point you can look into how you can more clearly communicate and ask them for what you need from them. Because especially if, you know, with people who we love and they love us back, they want to give us what we want. They want to get aligned with us. Nobody wants to stay stagnant and stuck in something that doesn't serve them. But sometimes it takes, you know, you expressing very clearly in a very Aquarius way. Aquarius is known to be quite blunt, actually. So expressing and we can inject a little bit of communication and like compassion into how we speak. But this might be a good time to journal, you know, how can you clearly say, I need this from you? It might be as simple as, hey, in the morning, I have a simple request. In the morning, I need 30 minutes to myself. I need that quiet. Or I have a simple request on Friday nights. It would be awesome if we could go to yoga class and you don't have to say instead of doing this and this, you can just say, Hey, on Friday, I really want to go to yoga class every Friday with you. I want to meditate with you, all of these things. And, you know, I, I know that for a lot of people asking for what you really want is really difficult for some reason because it's delicate and it's important to us and we don't want to feel like the other person will laugh it and laugh it off or say like huh you're gonna go to yoga class every friday night right you know that's of course very painful but um if you can really 
inject this this that's why it's good to do this at the new moon because you'll have that extra energy that extra push of aquarius communication skills to say you know just, people can feel when you're sovereign and you're not messing around and you're not you know you're not here to have them joke around with you you're here to say you know i really want this i'm serious and they will respond in kind so I want to take this um, new moon to really do that. I'm going to be doing that for myself. Um, definitely um, amping up my ability to communicate. And I, I learned a really great tip from uh, a woman called Terry, Terry Cole. She's a therapist. She's an online therapist. You can Google her or look her up. And she has a boundary boot camp. And one of her suggestions is to say, I have a simple request. And just say it very, you know, very matter of fact. I have a simple request and speak after that so that's something that i have been practicing and i'm going to be doing that this new moon as well and just remembering that at this time aquariums are very sovereign beings okay like in in stereotypical aquarian fashion they are very kind of eccentric aquarius loves to stand out and be different and um, we can use that energy at this time. We can use that energy of being bold enough to say, you know, I'm going to do things differently, okay? I don't want to keep doing things the way that we've been doing them. And this happens all the time in any relationship. I don't want it. I never think of it as like, you know, we're making huge changes and it's really scary. It's just normal that it, um, relationships must evolve. Friendship relationships, romantic relationships, family relationships. We have to keep being open enough to say, you know, right now I want to do this now. And this is how I need, this is how you could support me with that. Or at least even just saying, this is what I am doing now so that they have an idea of, oh, okay, that's how, that's how she wants things to be now. And, um, you know, and of course, doing it with compassion and understanding that they also have their own visions, okay? And it's about being able to align them. So a lot of interpersonal relationships stuff going on at this time, a lot of friendship work. Um, and then I have one final tip that I want to share with you, especially at this time when communication is coming up and it's also a time to reassess relationships and friendships, is put your hand on your solar plexus. So your solar plexus is kind of that soft spot in between your rib cage, um, just above your belly button, basically kind of like where the center of your belly is. Place your hand there, and if you're a visual person, you can envision the color yellow. And this is a solar plexus meditation, and it basically um, activates your solar plexus chakra, which is the chakra of boundaries and being able to fulfill your visions in the world and being able to kind of do what you said you were going to do. That is solar plexus energy. So place your hand on your solar plexus and know that you can kind of meditate in this way and you can ask for help and say you know I need I need help and guidance to move this relationship forward or to figure out what I need to do in this relationship or I need help and guidance to separate myself from maybe these people who don't serve me anymore and then when you go and and take action on that if whether it's you know sending a text message or maybe you go and meet up with this person or maybe you just distance yourself you start to distance yourself from people who are no longer aligned with you and when you do start to feel a little bit kind of 
emotional or a bit like uh, worried about it, place your hand on your solar plexus and allow that to kind of, it shields you, okay? Your solar plexus is your energetic shield. It will throw this light around you that will enable you to get the job done and see the thing through. So solar plexus energy is going to be important if you choose to take these activities to heart and take some time to reassess your relationships and your friendships and the people you surround yourself with. And I really, I know that these are powerful things to do to help you move your vision forward, to help you take forward steps in the goals that you are moving forward towards in 2019. So I'm wishing you a beautiful new moon, taking time for yourself, and I'll be back in the next podcast. Bye.